the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. Apparently everyone's at the fair. <laughs> That's why my, me and Bridget are the only ones. They left us all here. They left us all here. <laughs> we put it on orders for um, mini donuts. <laughs> yeah. Cheese curds, whatever else you. Want. I'm I'm a fan of the of the of the uh, foot long hot dogs, but oh yeah. Anyways, they're all at the fair. They left us here. Hope everyone's safe. We're probably gonna go visit the MN Woso and and talk to Elisa, who's working a shift there. We have uh, it's an off week, international break. So why are we here? Because there's stuff to talk about. <laughs> So me and Bridget will break it down for you um, and let's say that enjoy this nice. Um, is it is it really fall weather now? It's like it's just. Yeah, I would say so. Summer just blew by like literally. I, I can't. I don't want sure to. Sure did. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah. School's back. I can't handle it. You know, my anxiety levels are are, are, are through the roof. But regardless, we are here to provide commentary on what is the world of soccer and the world of football. football. As many as you know, there's just a, everyone's in break. MLS had a few games this past weekend, um, but it's also a qualifying round. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about NWSL. Um, I got to watch, um, I got to watch uh, one of the first uh um, the premier, the is it the FA uh, Barclays F, women's FA games are being oh, broadcasted yeah. at NBC, and so I got to watch Man City versus Everton, and man, that is so much fun to watch. This past weekend, all those, all uh, it looks like every game had um, had a free kick goal. That's what kind <laughs> of like, that's what kind of weekend it was for the for that, and I'm and I'm glad that some of it's been watch uh broadcasted on national tv which is great because i love to watch that yeah i i missed that one i didn't realize that it was happening like on broadcast tv until it was too late but um it was cool that they did that yeah no it was it was a lot of fun to be able to watch it um i i didn't watch it i don't know if there were other games but usually you have to watch them through an app yeah so like and so that deters me from watching it. So, hey, Paramount's picking up everything. Paramount, pick this up. <laughs> you already got Champions League. Might as well just pick this up as well, too. Exactly. Yeah, make my life a lot Take easier. Take them all. Right. So let's uh, let's talk a little about uh, the NWSL. We'll go over last Sunday's scores and update you on the last couple of games that were supposed to happen this weekend. <laughs> and maybe it did happen and maybe it did not happen. We'll find that out. So the Washington Spirit. Um, tied with the North Carolina's Courage 0-0. Um, Gotham FC uh, lost 
1-0 to the Orlando Pride. And this is a game I actually watch because I'm a Portland Thorns fan. And every time I go to uh, Allianz home field, sometimes it's like my default thing to go to is I, I wear my Portland Thorns jersey. And I always get complimented. <laughs> and I love being complimented because people know who the Thorns are. But the Thorns yes. played away at Oil Rain. Um, and the, was it the Lumen, Lumen Stadium that they played, right? Yep. Yep. And um, Megan Rapino. I believe um, had a brace and the scored was two to one. And so the oil, oil rain um, set a uh, NW cell attendance record with, uh, with uh, what was the exact number, Bridget? Do you remember? Uh, 29,400 around there. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's yeah, insane. That's I a, mean, it's around there. Yeah, considering that. Um, go ahead, tell us about the stadium. Yeah, so they usually play at um, a minor league baseball stadium, Cheney Field, uh, which has a capacity of six thousand five hundred people. Uh, so they drew like five times that number to uh, to Lumen Field. Um, it's funny, Cheney Stadium is it's minor league baseball it's right next to a high school so they use like the high school parking lot and um it's yeah it's like going back to the Nessie and you know shared lots and a shared field uh this i just found like random stats from the stadium and say it takes them less than a day to convert it between baseball and soccer so they just swap it all the time uh and i don't think they ever expected them to draw that many people to Lumen Field, but they definitely did. Um, and just as Sounders FC2 actually had previously played in the same Cheney Stadium. Uh, so the men who played there as well and obviously outgrew it, and it looks like perhaps the women could do the same. Definitely for this game, they sure did. That was a, a it was very well attended. And like it reminds you, like you know, like six thousand people, right? Like the Saints, Simple Saint Stadium holds more than that, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember being at Nessie and then having like announcements say, "Thank you for nine thousand people." I was like, "Yeah, it's the normal." I mean, like six thousand mm-hmm. people is a very low number. Like you get no. I don't even know if you make any money back from like having the stadium open and having people come in. I mean, not much. Not much at all. But so. That is a great way to uh, to start proving that you know we need more uh, NWSL stadiums uh, and then more access uh, because that was one of those things that um, that, that proves it right because and, and um, let's see after that game I believe um, then we had Houston Dash and Racing Louisville uh, and Houston won that one nothing. And so, um, and then I, they were, then they were supposed to be who else played yesterday, or they were supposed to be. Well, we'll talk about one of them, but the other two scheduled games, one of them was supposed to be Gotham FC versus Portland. And sorry, Washington Spirits. Sorry, Washington Spirits. I kept thinking of Gotham for some reason. <laughs> Washington Spirits against Portland. Yes. And here is the shithousery that happened. <laughs> When after that, um, apparently, uh, 
some um, Washington Spirit players tested positive from COVID, and because of COVID protocols and safety, it was best to um, postpone the game. Right, that's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Some of the administration controversy is, uh, you know, they they don't know if they can reschedule the game, and if this game doesn't get rescheduled, it it affects the money that each of the teams would make, especially you know Portland in this sense. Um, and there, th- and the fact that now they have to quarantine in Portland because you obviously can't hop on a plane and fly back. Um, so now even there are other matches that are scheduled for this week, um, are potentially canceled or delayed, uh, because they're stuck in hotel rooms until they all test negative again. Right. Which is, um, which brings, uh, another topic of discussion, which like has been happening in all sports that are coming back is the fact that there isn't like a set vaccination mm-hmm. uh, mandate. For players right so we're walking around with players in all types of sports who are um are either vaccinated or not in minnesota we have the famous one that's you know uh, <laughs> the vikings quarterback who wants to walk around with a plexiglass around him yeah in order to do that um and he's been in several uh you know he's he's been in several of these incidents but in addition um we also wanted to talk about the controversy that's been going on because Washington Spirit is owned by an owner and the fans want the owner to sell the team for that reason. Bridget, can you fill us in about that? Uh, so the latest stuff all started when they let go uh, the head coach, Richie Burke. Uh, and it turns out that, um, well, we, we'd heard some, some rumblings about this, but there was a lot of like verbal abuse of players. And finally they, let him go actually i believe first they had said he was just like stepping back from the from coaching um and would still be with the team and then they eventually said that he was being fired for cause um and i think we've talked about like kaya mccullough before on the show um she's one of those players who kind of escaped the team so to speak because of this treatment um so they finally fire burke uh <clears throat> but this this owner, Steve, is still, um, I mean, he obviously allowed this to continue. He's not innocent in this whole thing. Um, so there's call from fans for him to sell the team, sell it to the fans, um, if he doesn't care about the players. And then this COVID happens, and that gives him an opportunity to kind of push some attention onto other people within the organization, um, such as blaming the COVID outbreak on a get-together, which it turns out happened over Zoom and not in person. Which is the, the most amazing thing, right? Apparently now we can get COVID via Zoom. So <laughs> so, so all those Zoom meetings we've all had, thinking we're safe. I know, safe. right. We're never safe. <laughs> We have to do contact tracing via Zoom. That's what we're gonna have to yep, roll down exactly. to. Right, right. Exactly. Me and me and Bridget are gonna have to quarantine each other mm-hmm. for the next 14 days to be able to to determine. Um, and then we have to run like virus programs on our computers just <laughs> yeah. to make sure that you know it's that they're I mean it's, it's ridiculous. Yep. I'm like it's it's really and it's journalists. Um 
previously had written what was considered like a smear article as as one of the minority owners who eventually was involved in this Zoom meeting uh, with the players, right? Yeah. Uh, but what lacks to be mentioned is I believe several players on this team are not vaccinated. Um, and so... Yeah, and we... Also- I mean, we don't even know where who came up with this number or where this information came from because this, I mean, like like every team, and we've dealt with this in MLS, no one wants to say exactly like right. how many players test positive and mm-hmm. no one wants to say how many and which players are not vaccinated. Although right. we do, like the league gives us a percentage, um, but we don't really know who right. and if these players who aren't vaccinated are the ones who tested positive right now or or what or what yeah and the thing is it's just that you know like it's just crazy to a blame a zoom party for an, a covid outbreak that like makes no sense and it's and it seems to be another smear campaign against the minority owner who apparently uh is not at uh at, at um eye to eye when uh <laughs> when 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 it comes to steve and so I think there's also a point where like there was a a bedsheet um tifo would like say sell, sell the yeah. team steve and then security came down in the fans and told them that they had to remove it and it came from corporate and yep. i was like that's great that's great washington yeah, even like not even just security around the stadium but they called one of the police officers from outside to go talk to them and say hey if you don't remove this, you're being kicked out and banned from the stadium. <laughs> so, Steve, just sell the damn team. Yeah, Steve. Come on, man. Sell the damn team, Steve. All right. Moving. Moving on. Let's talk a little bit about um, MLS. This is from last Sunday. Um, if you don't like the uh, Ricardo Pepe hype train, please stop listening to this podcast because <laughs> Pepe is is, is 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 firing on all cylinders. And FC Dallas, who were at one point at the bottom of the table, are, are making a run uh, after defeating um, Austin FC, our favorite uh, Harry Potter team, uh, <laughs> five to three, and then uh, Vancouver. Defeated Salt Real Salt Lake four to one, um, without you know who's the interim head coach over at Real Salt Lake? I forget another fighters left, but anyways, uh, um, that, that, that's a good that's a good what's the question? That's a good trivia question that we'll have to is, yeah. yeah, and then we watched like me and Nubia were like we like watching uh, anything that has to do with like Cascadia Derby, and we had watched the uh the amazing game that was the previous uh, Seattle Sounders versus Portland, which would end up being like a, was it like a four, two or like a five? It was just a blowout anyways. And so Portland comes to Seattle for, for take two uh, for version two. And they ended up defeating Seattle two to nothing. I think that's one of the impressive things about this is Portland now is, um, is in a much better form. They they got they got they got their players back. Um, they're getting healthy, um, and Felipe Mora is still, you know, a pretty damn good forward. So, so let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Wish we had something um, to that. No, well, 
I won't go on down the road and, and to and to my view of, of, of Chilean strikers, but I think he should be have a call up to the to the national team just because he actually can put the ball in the net and not have not to do that. So so and I think Agreed. there were other games, right? I forget what it were. Yeah. So, so the okay. interim the interim head coach is uh Pablo Mastroni who came from Colorado Rapids beginning of the season to be an assistant coach. Uh, and he got noticed that he would be interim a whole 48 hours ahead of this game. <laughs> Surprise, uh, your coach. Surprise, your coach. Here's your bench. Here yeah. you go. Please remember to put and fold your seats <laughs> when you're done. Bust your own dishes. Uh, and on Friday, September 3rd, uh, Nashville SC um, defeated New York City 3-1. to one. Um, The Philadelphia Philadelphia lost to uh, the Bruce Arenas of the world, New England. Portland defeated Houston 2-0. That was such a horrible game. Like, I'm, I'm like, I if if Tab Ramos keeps his job, <laughs> like I'd be extremely surprised. Yeah. Cause yeah. This team can I I don't I, we get to see Darwin, right? Like Darwin injured, Darwin's in the doghouse. It's just like like I can see why like Christian decided to leave and took <laughs> and took a much bigger gamble going across seas and probably getting paid less. Than actually being at Houston because Houston is just a mess. And even like I was watching live tweets from Portland people, um, so it was interesting to see like they're talking about how like their team's not even playing that well, and somehow they still managed to pull it out against this Houston team that just could not pull things together. And it was a little bizarre, kind of absurd, yeah. the way that that whole game went. It was crazy. Like Houston actually had opportunities like two inches from the goal just to tap it and still wouldn't go in. It was just one of those things where you're like, holy cow. How do you motivate your players to keep on playing after you can't like, (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. And I don't know what they're going to do. Houston is a mess. If you have any suggestions of how we should, how they should fix Houston, let us know. (laughs) We'll make sure that, uh, you know, we'll make sure that uh, that we we send we send our uh, suggestions to them and, and see what else is going on. You know? We'll send them a little plan. Here's what here's what we think you need to do. Right. We'll send a care package to have Ramos telling them what he needs to do in order to fix his team. But I don't know. Like honestly, I don't see uh, see it going. And then, like every time LAFC and Kansas City play, it's like. Another derby because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Kansas City one day will win three nothing, and then LAFC might make it one one. It's just weird. You never know. But LAFC score four, right? Because I believe there was a was there a red card in this game? I believe there was a red card. Yeah, somebody got so. red carded. Yep. So Espinosa got red carded. That's what it was, and so. LAFC, it's the 58th minute. Uh, Espinosa, horrible tackle. Um, and then the, the goals just came, right? Um, 
two two of them by for the new forward that they signed uh, one by Arango and the last one's a PK by Atuesta and they literally look in similar form as the LAFC that we knew even though this is an LAFC without Diego Rossi at the moment yeah. because he is gone he um, if everything the transfer and everything goes goes through he's not playing anymore for LAFC um, Brian Rodriguez was actually playing against Peru, right? And a one-one tie, so that wasn't going to happen. And so the, the the new look LAFC was able to succeed in some sort of yeah. So that's that's always good to hear. And let's run down just to the current standings. Um, See, so on the east we have on the top, of course, we have the. Bruce Arenas of the world, New England's on top, Orlando's in second, Nashville's in third, which is extremely impressive. Um, New York City FC is in fourth place. Don't know why. Philadelphia <laughs> fell from grace is in fifth. Montreal, number six. In my original favorite MLS team from inauguration, DC United is actually above the playoff line and holding at seven and uh, I'm excited. I, I know some other people are too, especially on switch to pitch. Sarah's mm-hmm. probably excited. Bruce yeah. collective. They, you know, they're great, great, great SG, great group. Um, I'm looking, looking forward to that uh, DC match coming up here in the freezing cold tundra. <laughs> that will be late fall for us. Um, Columbus is in the eighth. Atlanta is in nine. Uh, Miami actually is not at the bottom anymore. You want to guess who's at the bottom? <laughs> Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's <laughs> at the bottom. Cincinnati finding the feels great because they they are not at the bottom anymore. Uh, in the Western Conference, um, Rudia's Golden Boot Watch and their and his followers are number one with Seattle. Colorado is number two. Wow, that's. It's nuts to see them keep moving up every week. Yep. yep. And that's a and that's a really good solid team too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got uh K, they they've they've done things the right way this season and and I'm really happy for them because you know it's Colorado. Yeah, it's good to see them doing well. Yeah. Kansas City is in three. Um LA, LA Galaxy is six sticking to the fourth. Um and us, Minnesota United, is in the fifth place. We are five points, five points away from uh, LA Galaxy. Portland sits at thirty points with number six, and Real Salt Lake also sits at thirty points with number seven spot. Rounding off the rest of it, eighth we got Vancouver LFC, ninth place. San Jose Earthquakes at tenth. Uh, the uh, Ricardo Pepe hype train is at number eleven. Uh, our favorite. Um, our favorite Harry Potter team is in 12. And of course, uh, the Tab Ramos no longer has a job here is in 13 with Houston. So that's just how, how often is it that we see all three Texas teams just buried at the bottom of the table? There's always know. one, but <laughs> it does make you feel good though. Cause they got three it teams does. and none of them, none of them are in a single one can make it out. Make Whereas it out. yeah, there's like, I'm like LA and, LAFC where there's always a decent split. Right. They're I mean Ca- like California has together. only one team above the I mean LAFC but, is yeah. 
They're back, and LFC and um, the earthquakes are back to back nine and ten, so they're one point apart from each other. So, I mean, a month ago, I wouldn't have expected LA Galaxy to be the team that was supposed to line. Yeah, who would have, right? I mean, who? Yeah, no, no, no. But that's why that's why you play the long game, right? I mean, the, exactly. things are, things are going to get weirder, weirder, yeah. weirder, weirder. That's Specifically for, sure. for Minnesota, because we have, um, you know, we hopefully will be getting some of our of our uh, injured players back, which would be, you know, would be nice to have someone who can actually play in the Bermuda Triangle that's called the left side of this offense. <laughs> and someone who can score. Yeah. When standing can score. right in front of the goal. Yeah, right, right. We, we, we want some of that, but, but you know, that's it. Um, that's going to happen. All right, we are going to take a break. Uh, and come back and just talk about some international news. We'll talk about some league. Uh, I just saying my French you know, <laughs> from high school. Uh, league. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, Premier League. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, uh, a returning series. We should just make it his own podcast. Seriously, I mean, uh, yeah, this weekend racism, right? You know, it's just you know, it's horrible. Uh, it always, it's, it's always around. We'll, we'll talk about it, and then we'll also update on World, World Cup qualifiers. Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be dreaming, because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota football show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. It's just the Bridget and Rodrigo show at the moment. <laughs> Everyone still, I, I, I really hope someone brings you back. You know, um, people are, are are enjoying their time off. I beautiful day out. I got to go do yard work. Um, Nubia's probably studying because she's now in uh, <laughs> Hamlin's graduate no master's program. Nice doctorate. Sorry, sorry, doctorate. <laughs> Got corrected on the fly. <laughs> She's studying hard, and uh, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm just glad I have right? tomorrow off. Yes. It's always like someone's like people always say, "What are the best days you want to take off?" Like if you're gonna have a three day weekend, I always say Monday. Definitely, it makes the rest of the week so much better. Yep. So I'm all for Mondays just being forever off. I was given the option to work. But then the boss messaged all of us and said, "Is does anyone want to work?" And we're like, hmm, "No." At that he point, goes, okay, you like, good. <laughs> I would have responded, "Is this a rhetorical question?" <laughs> Do we have a choice? No. Thankfully, he said, "You know, if anyone had said yes, I want to work, I would have talked you out of it and said take a day." So we're all taking the day, and I appreciate it very much. All right, um, let's um, let's talk a little bit of international to start with. Um, in uh, Liga, uh, the French league, um, um, PSG played uh, uh, Reims, and Mbappe scored both of their goals. But that wasn't really the the reason anyone watched this game, right? I mean, it was. Um, it was the debut of Messi for PSG. 
Uh, and I think that probably got more attention than the actual game itself, which it should. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's always rumors flying around about is Mbappe staying and Mbappe leaving. But so at this moment, if this team doesn't make it to the finals of the Champions League, it's going to be like a big fail. <laughs> yes. And I'm already sure. putting it in my I'm already putting it in my bet at, at the Vegas slots. Well, and and it just got a little bit more difficult possibly with Mbappe leaving the French squad for injury. Right. So we'll see. In EPL, um, a few teams that were playing, Burnley uh, tied 1-1 with Leeds. Uh, your hated Tottenham Hotspurs uh, won 1-0 over Watford, and Wolves lost one by one to Man U. Spurs are moving up. Uh, my, um, my magpies are just, you know, we're just average, which is fine. <laughs> Just as long hanging as we out don't get there. regulated, as long as we don't regulate, relegated, as long as we don't get relegated, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. It gives me enough time to like save money and buy like more, more uh, fan gear stuff that <laughs> I have to pay extra shipping for because nobody else sells it around here. So, um, let's see, there is um, hmm. trying to take a understanding. I don't read Portuguese. So like I'm trying to figure out what this is. Yeah, I. <laughs> so like we have to come back to I'm it and talk sure. about it, but uh, but I'm sure it has to do with the uh, need that um. But in UEFA qualifiers, um, which were on Thursday, this past Thursday, uh, Sweden defeated Spain two to one, and once again, death to the colonizers. I always celebrate a Spain loss. We'll always, just like I celebrate any goal scored against uh, Brad Gazan. Uh, um, you know, that's what we do. That's one of those things. Um, let's move on to the CONCACAF qualifiers, right? And this was the crazy, this is where all, um, all the crazy people decided to throw in their, their, their $12 worth of five cents of comments. <laughs> Um, on Thursday, September 2nd, Canada tied with Honduras 1 1. Um, Mexico, playing poorly, defeated Jamaica 2 1. On a topic that everyone is talking about uh, on soccer Twitter, besides uh, why uh, West Bredown doesn't like wings, that Alexi Lalas <laughs> does, um, that will be forever a topic of discussion. El Salvador tied 0-0 against the United States. Uh, did you get a chance to watch this at all, Bridget? I did not. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, th- I think you did miss too much. I mean, let's put it this way. I watched part of this game. Um, playing away is always tough. Yeah. That's one thing. Playing away with, with uh, your less than... Uh, um, optimal starting 11 it's also not the best thing right um so a lot of a lot of kids got played in different different spots people got opportunities young kids got the experience to what it's like to play away in CONCACAF and um El Salvador was kind enough to provide police officers with uh what were they like those uh riot gear shields right oh yeah I saw those pictures of the the corner kicks and yep. riot shields around the flag. Riot shields yeah. around the flag because we know that things are going to be thrown. 
and um, you know that's welcome to welcome to World Cup qualifying. That is, <laughs> that is literally what it is. Like people are like, it's... people were like, you know, it's like, what is like, is it, it why why is it fenced in? Why is it you know why do they have barb barbed wire around me? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you have not lived. Why are all. the supporters in cages? Well. Yeah. <laughs> You've you've never lived if you've not been to a game where that happens and um, yeah it's it's, it's quite literally game. part of the game yeah and that's mm-hmm. just how I re- I remember like being uh, when I used to uh, go to games at uh, El Estadio Nacional in Lima like my dad told me I was like when you buy tickets and when you go to the game sit either in the east or the west section of the stadium never sit in the north or the south that's it and Guess where all the bar bar firing cages are at? Oh, north and south. Yep, north. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, folks. Oh, and, and here's man. the thing that really drives me insane. It's like people are saying, you know, even even former US players are like, this is this is a horrible, you know, they, they should have won. Um, it's gonna make it harder for them. I'm like, yeah, you know what? A tie is not a loss. A tie is points. Exactly. Yep. You get points away. That's fine. Sure, could they have done better? Of course. Of course they could have done better. But El Salvador was ready. And we knew that from yeah. watching um from from watching previous uh Gold Cup and uh previous uh, you know previous games that you know they they were actually doing something, right? Roldan did a had, had had a decent game. I mean, it's it's one of these things that you just need to be able to to understand like everyone's catching up, right? It's not going to be easy anymore, right? Um, yeah. and I mean, this United States team is, has death. And if all, if everyone else plays, plays like they're supposed to be, everyone's healthy. I'm pretty sure that, you know, as long as you win at home, you'll be fine. I mean, here and we know Minnesota, that they'll you know, play better at home. So, yeah, I mean, all these, uh, outlaw fans or uh, U.S. men national team fans are, who are taking on to social media to disparage the team after one game, like, I would love to see what their this, their comments would be like if they were Minnesota United fans and then <laughs> tying two games with a person up right. at both games. Like, there wouldn't be a Minnesota United team. They would have been sold already. <laughs> we would have had three head coaches fired, a bunch of assistants leaving, right? Yep. The roster would have been totally changed. You know what I mean? It's absurd. Like, just relax. It's a game. Yeah. It's one game. You know, Canada also didn't do too well either. So, you know, we play them next. We'll find out. We're recording on Sunday, so we'll find out later on today what the result is. But, you know, have faith, right? Yeah, exactly. This will work out. Give them, give them a little time to, to come yeah, together and work it out. Doubt. So, yep. so, yeah. All right. In um, World Cup Fine News, uh, our famous Matthew Doyle put it in. Uh, a f- uh, interesting tweet in which Honduran um, media is accusing Canada was accused of spying on the Honduran <laughs> national team <laughs> with with a drone. <laughs> just... I think that's the most that's the most Coca Cola thing to, to think mm-hmm. of, or like Oxo Comebol thing to do if it's actually real. But I just that, that's hilarious. That is freaking hilarious. That's like. What uh what game was it in? Uh, it was an Argentinian league game, and um, we talked about this probably a couple months ago. Oh, where yep. someone flew in a drone 
with like a, yeah, with a, like a tifo. Just, yeah. Yeah. About firing it or like how bad the team sucked. <laughs> yep. and the player had to bash the drone and the fan. <laughs> <laughs> he like stomped the thing in half and threw it to yes. the side and was like, okay, keep playing. Let's go. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to refine this and then retweet this with Matt Doyle and just yes. see if he gets that. We'll do that. But yeah, that's sort of remind me. So that's that, you know. Um so um let's see. Um, let's see. This Sunday we have U.S. versus Canada, and uh, um, which is which is one will be one of the games that people are going to be watching. Uh, so AFC qualify. So is that? Uh, oh, I'm trying to see here. The you see Japan um, lost to Oman one nothing. The current standings in this uh, is this the Asian the Asian the, the Asian yeah. Federation. Yeah. yeah. Australia sits at number one. Saudi Arabia is in second place. Oman is in third place. Japan's fourth. Vietnam and uh, fifth. China in sixth with zero points. Um, Metanier, our beloved Metanier, who has not been playing very well as of lately. Um, no. Sued up for uh, Madagascar and the loss to uh, Benin. And Algeria somehow decided that this was a FIFA game on novice on amateur level <laughs> and put it eight goals against Djibouti. And of course, let's get to the the, the, the the meat of this whole thing for, for most of us. Come Bowl started up again. Um, and on Thursday, we had uh, Bolivia tie 1-1 versus Colombia, which I think that's a great thing for Bolivia. Uh, Ecuador still tearing people up 2 nothing against Paraguay, uh, Venezuela. Uh, this is the interesting game. Um, <laughs> Venezuela, with a person up, was able to defeat Argentina 3-1. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Venezuela lost. Argentina was lost. able to score three, go- three goals. Venezuela scored one at the last minute as a PK. And so, but they had, Argentina had to have, had to play with a man advantage in order to be able to put that in. Uh, Brazil. <laughs> Uh, was able to defeat Chile um, and Peru and Uruguay tied 1-1 which uh, is a game that seemed to be a game that we totally should have beat but at the same time this is the first game back of the international for, for a lot of these players and it was um, fun to see uh, Paolo Guerrero back in the lineup I'm waiting for um, today's game, which is actually uh, Peru versus Venezuela, and we get to see, we get to see the the golden boy of the Copa America for Peru, uh, Gianluca, get a get a start and hopefully get some goals. Right um, on the Sunday, Brazil and Argentina will play. That should be a fun game. Like I said, Peru and Venezuela will play, and it's World Cup qualifying. I mean, it's. Yeah, where it is, right? I mean, that's, nothing's gonna sit any prettier. Nothing's gonna sit anything else. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll, fig- we'll figure that it's up. So Costa Rica and Mexico play today at six, and the United States play in Canada play at seven, I think. So I think that's. I mean, that is our week mostly. I can't really think of anything else that's soccer related out there besides. Uh, if you haven't yet, follow Como Girls FC on Twitter. Yeah. And um, come to a Como. This is Issa's senior year. 
This is a, I can't believe I was senior. That's, <laughs> That's crazy. Issa Watch is graduating, so we'll see how that works out. But um, um, yeah, they come watch some some games at Como. Let me know. Come over, support. Um, we'll have some some news about that. I'll try to keep us updated uh, and some of that, uh, some of the stuff that's going on uh, in the district as well too. I could really uh, vent about what the St. Paul district is doing right now, <laughs> but I, I choose not to. Let's just say that within a week notice, uh, three major schools got the notice that the she, their high schools will not getting will not be getting busing. Oh no! So they're handing people uh, metro transit to go karts, and that's how you figure out to get there. So that's the big that's the big thing right now. Right, that's Such the big thing right mess. now. It's it's a huge mess. And, and and the thing is for me is like it reminded me like in Peru my mom would pay a person that had like a you know you know you know the old old Beetle buses like the mini yeah, buses yeah. so like if he, my my parents would pay somebody and his name is Ugo uh, he's still he's still alive with us and he's, he's someone I grew up with Ugo would come and pick us up and like be like eight kids right and I'm seriously I was like that's what we need to do I was like we need someone yeah. needs to get a van. Just get a little community picking, picking van yeah, community van. Let's just go. You know, you pay for the gas and maybe yeah. an extra 20 bucks for all the driving around that'll take, but you gotta start doing that because you know there's some kids that are that live outside of like the busing schedule because they yeah. they fall part, part under some programming that guarantees buses for them. So I have some Issa has some friends who live all the way on the deep east side that now might have to take three buses to be able to get oh. to school on time. But then the question becomes right buses run at six right so you'd have to get up at six you have to be up at five to get to a bus at six to maybe be be able so, to get so hopefully to... get there on time exactly so anyways the, the problem on this on this side of the cities is uh there aren't enough drivers so they're paying parents to like they're giving them a stipend to just drive their kids to lessen the number of kids that are going to have to take the bus. Yeah, that needs to happen here. Yeah. We need to move that program over to St. Paul. Because <laughs> yes. I would love to get paid to drive, to drive the probably right, five yeah. kids. I, now I have to drop yeah. off that live close by that don't have a bus. Um, yeah. um, let's also mention, if you haven't checked it out already, the TC Soul Futsal Tournament is coming up next Saturday, September 11th at Ladonia, one to four. Um, and we've tweeted out the links, I believe, and they're on my personal as well. Um, yes. But $10 to play, that money goes straight to TC Soul, uh, as well as Korean FA. So come out and play with us and volunteer if you can. But Yeah, no, if you, can, Ladonia. if you can, please attend. Uh, Mario has, has done great work this summer with his futsal league. Uh-huh. I know a lot of folks from the soccer community have come out and supported them. Uh, Myra's just a great guy uh, he is, overall. Yeah. He's a good dad, a good, good everything. Like he's a great human being. So be able to support his cause. Cause you know, at one point I, 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 I talked to Myra. I was like, Hey, if this works, would you have like a winter league? Like with, with all the COVID protocols that was like, there's a yeah. possibility. He's like, yeah, we, we'll look into it. And I'd be, that'd be freaking great. Cause that's what I, I jump on that and gets a bunch of kids that I know that want to play and be that. So, for sure. And this this gives other kids that don't have the uh, club connection to get noticed as well. KFA does that a lot. 
kayfabe has been playing friendlies because they're, uh, they're also starting their, their qualifiers for the, um, for the tournament that they, they want to be able to, to get into. Um, and so, cause like, I think FIFA has like a, I don't know if it's recognized or affiliated, but like there's a non FIFA like world cup type of thing. And that's one of the things. Oh wanna, yeah. That they yeah. Kind of like a club into. world cup for. Yeah. So, but this is for yeah, countries. Cool. So, so that's what they're, that's what, that's what they're doing. And um, so that's, that's what they'll be working on. And I'm, and they played some friendlies against uh, North Dakota community college. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Dakota County. Sorry. I was going to say Dakota County community <laughs> college. Just to say. And, and they've, they've been great. I mean, I think that's they cool. do that. So yes, yeah, support, support, go give you $10, give you a hundred dollars of beer at Donia um stick around play i'll try to see if i can make an appearance send the pictures tweet all about it um just let us let us support a great cause i think that's just one of the main things and then show up and i'm sure bridget will be there i think um elisa i'll be there there. elisa will be there um elisa will be like coordinating and playing um Right. So, like yeah, she yeah. doesn't have anything else to do besides right. you know run be a co-owner of a, of a team right you you add you add uh start a tournament and then play exactly yep right play in the yeah. tournament play in the tournament play everywhere right i mean yeah that's exactly what she does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no we'll have, we'll have fun it'll be a good we, time yep it'll be a good time we'll be sure to remind everyone um about it before next week several times we will all probably be tweeting yeah. about it so go ahead do that do us a good solid and a 10 and support um i've had a lovely time yeah it's nice outside i've had some coffee it's- in me let's let's and the best part is we i don't gotta we don't we don't gotta go to work tomorrow exactly yeah enjoy enjoy it's your like weekend, every everyone. saturday yep that's what you should be seriously start to make a petition for that Seriously. Yes, I want a two-day work week. <laughs> Thursday, Friday. That's it. There you go. Be perfect. All right, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Right. Support us on all the social medias. Thank you to all our Patreons, subscribers, all the folks that uh, that believe in what we're doing, and everyone have a great day. Bye. <laughs>